Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Coach Brian Irwin, two-time state championship high school winning coach for the Lamarck Cougars back in the day, now in private business, but still uh, keeps up with the Longhorns each and every week. Uh, he's got a lot of experience in the playoffs, so state playoffs, uh, mm -hmm. albeit not the uh, national college football playoffs. But I thought it would be good to bring Brian in this week and kind of discuss exactly uh, what's going on right now and how you get the team ready, et cetera, for a playoff. Uh, and it, it's kind of that time of year, Brian, where everything gets laid on the line. Uh, the, the guys have to be very, uh, very in tune and focused and have to get your uh, press – or not your, your – uh, you have to get your uh, pregame stuff – plans in all that stuff what, what what's going on right now in your opinion from the coaching staff's perspective as they look forward to january 1st i think it's just a it's a fresh approach once you get into the you know the, the playoffs um you just got this fresh approach to what you're doing and and uh everybody's fine-tuned everybody's focused um, you're not worrying about are oh, we going to be up or we're going to be down on you know saturday like you are during the course of a regular season because you can't be at your best every single week during the regular season. It's just, it's just too taxing. Uh, but uh, just the preparation, um, you know, uh, just being laser focused on the game plan, obviously at the college level and, and, and what we're looking at here, we've got, you know, a few weeks before the game. So it's different than high school. I'm not, I'm not even going to try to begin to compare it um, to what high school faces week in and week out, but, you know, you got your kids laser focused. Uh, they've had a week, you know, ten days off or so, and 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 now it's about getting getting the pads back on, uh, getting their legs back under them. But at the end of the day, you know, just like Sark did at the at the end of the season, we've got to have our legs. I mean, big time when when we face Washington, and it's a combination of pushing and pushing, and and having some contact and getting some conditioning in, staying in the weight room, all that good stuff, getting the game plan um, implemented. Um, so, so you got to do those things and you got to push hard, but you got to have your legs. You, and, and that's what Sark, man, our, our kids, they had their legs at the end of the season. He did such a great job helping, helping the players finish fast and strong like they did. So that's going to be the name of the game. We got to have our legs against Washington. Uh, you mentioned Washington, Brian, and I, I got to be uh, honest. I was talking to Rod Babers yesterday, uh, former Longhorn. And he was – it was interesting how he was talking about how Michael Penix is a guy that throws the deep ball extraordinarily well. 44% completion rate on deep balls. Their mm -hmm. best deep ball player is Roma Dunze, a, a wide receiver that is six foot three, 215 pounds. And according to Pro Football Focus uh, or Advanced Stats, excuse me, he's caught 70% of one-on-one -on -one catches. Wow. So he's they've got a they've got a group. Penix led the country in passing. How do you even attempt to start to slow down that 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 kind of prodigious offense? Like if you're are you Sark? Are you looking for and Pete Kwiatkowski? Are you looking for you know small ways to make a big difference? Yeah, uh, I think it's a combination of of getting some pressure, not maybe not sacking Phoenix, but getting some pressure in his face. Uh, with all those deep balls, you know, you've got to be able to step into the ball a little bit. And if we can just get some push and affect him, affect his lower half as he's trying to make those deep throws, uh, that's that's big. Uh, we've got to count on a couple overthrows, you know, or, or two, uh, just flat out mistakes by them. They're gonna they're gonna make their plays. They're gonna make their plays downfield. They're gonna have some explosives. 
We know that. We know they're going to try to match up with our safeties. Um, and and they're going to try to get slot receivers, outside receivers, mashed up against our safeties uh, for some intermediate and deep throws. And um, they're going to make their plays. They're going to have their explosives. But, again, I think, Bobby, it, it goes back to stop the running game, just like we've done the same recipe. We've got to stop the running game. We can't take anything uh, for chance and, and uh, make sure we get the running game stopped and stoned like we have all season long with everybody we play. And then, and then force them to play one-handed or left-handed. And in this case, you know, not Penny. We need to make Penny play right-handed. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, make, he's going to miss some throws. We're going to make some plays. They're going to make some plays. But at the end of the day, we got to make them one-dimensional. And, and we know what that one dimension is, and that's the passing game. And then we, we've got to, you know, come out 50-50 in the passing game. Got it. All right. Uh, I want to say before I ask uh, your next question uh, for Brian Irwin, uh, Brian, I want to say thank you to our sponsor. That's Laura Baker of Keller Williams Realty. Uh, she's been helping people uh, inside and around the Austin area for decades. Big time Longhorn fan uh, and a uh, great uh, person to know uh, and work with. Uh, make sure you reach out to her at 512-784-0505 or visit her or, or send her an email, excuse me, at Laura at Andy Allen team. That's 512-784-0505 or email her at laura at andyallenteam.com. Uh, just a good person all around. We appreciate her sponsorship of Lunch with the Coach. Hey, Brian, I've got a question for you. Uh, you know, I, I was asking Rod this question too. Washington, much like Texas, uses a lot of pre-stamp motion. They've got the 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 – the advanced quarterback, they got all the receivers that have three receivers have 1000 yard seasons over the last two years. Yeah. They've got, they're a experienced offense. Is that something that the extra weeks of practice you think for the Texas defense, identifying those things can actually help the Texas secondary because you only have one week to prepare for a team like Washington. They might just confuse you crazy, like crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's a great point. Uh, Bobby, I, I think so. There's no doubt it's going to help us because we're going to have to be pretty crafty with what we're doing defensively. Phoenix does not need to know what we're doing pre-snap. It needs to happen post-snap. He's got to figure out what we're doing post-snap. If we let him know what we're doing pre-snap, uh, we're going to be in trouble. He's going to make more explosives than than we would like for him to. I think uh, the extra you know couple of weeks of preparation with all their motions and shifts. Um, you know, I'm intrigued by the guys that have the ability to to match motion with guys across the across the formation. You know, whether it's uh, Jade Barron, you know, at start position, matching motion and shifts and things like that, and where it looks like and it appears to the quarterback that we're playing man, but we can play zone by matching motions and coverage. That that stuff really intrigues me. A lot of the guys at the pro level do it. I think you know we could end up doing it, uh, and then sometimes you know we don't match motion. And he thinks we're in zone, but we're playing man. So those are things we're going to have to do to really confuse him. We can't give him uh, a pretty picture pre-snap. It's got to be post-snap or he's figuring everything out. And then you know what happens then. We're, we're playing fast. Uh, we're getting a push with our DTs. We're getting some edge pressure. And uh, that's that confusion is is probably our best uh, chance and opportunity to, to slow him down. They are a prolific offense, Brian, 11th in the country in scoring, the number one passing offense in the country. Um, their defense, though, you know, 
33rd in uh, defensive efficiency, but not necessarily a team that is great at defense, right? Mm -hmm. um, what do you think Texas needs to be looking at on offense all this off time? Because that, you know, you talk about them being such a passing team. Texas is a, has a lot of passing uh, elements as well, of course, mm -hmm. but that tends to take some execution level down a notch in bowl games. How does mm -hmm. Texas heading into this playoff game uh, manage that with uh, a guy like Quinn Ewers? I think just uh, the experience Quinn's got, the experience Sark's got, implementing game plans at this level, uh, this late in the season with, with, with this much lead time. You know, again, it goes back to not just the game plan, uh, but but your body and, and having your legs and, and, and feeling fresh and then having a game plan that you can you can go implement. It's not it's it's got to be complex but it's got to be simple and that's the key is is making it appear to be complex but it's simple in nature and we're just doing what we do uh i think we're more balanced than they are i think that helps us uh because of our run game that we, we like like sarge says we we have a versatile way of winning football games offensively and um i think that helps us because we can you know if, if one's not clicking we can go to the other for a short period of time till we get the other one clicking um, you know, screen game was so good to us late in the season, I thought. Um, and screens are you know, all about timing. And, and that timing is what you're referring to. Are, are we going to have that timing uh, when, when, when the game kicks off against Washington? They're asking themselves the same question. But I like Sark's experience doing this and, and how to implement it and, and how to get it done. Got it. All right. Uh, speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, two-time head state, uh, state championship head coach of the Lamarck Cougars. Uh, Brian, the other question I want to ask you is this, the portal. You know, um, I was speaking to someone uh, earlier this or, or last week now uh, about Texas and their efforts in the portal. Mm -hmm. So as a head coach, um, you know, describe the thought process of bringing someone in, not, not a ton, but five to seven or four to six. Mm -hmm. at the midway or, or after guys have already been on campus for two and three years and you're trying to add them to your existing culture. So Adnai Mitchell is a, is a great, uh, you know, example. Uh, mm -hmm. Gavin Holmes, those are good examples of guys that have come in and played, but then you have guys that uh, have been an, an issue, like uh, maybe an Ajay Hall or Jalil. Mm -hmm. As a coach, what are you looking for there? It almost seems like they've got to make sure they get the right pieces mm -hmm. more than just the right players. You yeah. agree with that? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I do, and I think we're at a different stage than we were two years ago when we brought in Billingsley and, and, and those guys. Um, 
back then and, and in a lot of cases for a lot of teams and a lot of programs throughout the country where they are right now, they have to take a chance. They have to take a chance on a guy, you know, growing up and maturing and, 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 and being, you know, going from a marginal character guy to a, to a good character guy and a good teammate. Uh, right now, we do not have to take that chance. We don't, we're not going to take that chance. Um, we, we're in a can't miss situation. We, we can't miss. Um, those other teams, those other programs can, can miss a little bit because they're taking a chance. Um, we're in a situation we can't miss. We, we're going after the complete package. It's perfection. It's either all or none. Uh, we're we're going to get the guy that, that can run, that can jump, that can catch, that can block, and, and, and he's got great character. And he, he's doing the right things on and off the field in the classroom. The whole nine yards, we're probably vetting them through social media. Um, we're, we're vetting them big time behind the scenes. And, and uh, you got to make sure that they're the right guy because our culture is too pristine right now. Um, the program's come too far. We're not in position and we don't have to take chances. We're, we're in a perfect scenario where we can go after a, a good kid that can flat out play like a dog. And that's what we're after. Got it. So you you really endorse that view. I mean, because yeah. I think your point was two years ago, different Texas team. Yeah. Now they're in the college. They were five and seven. Now they're in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at, at a group of guys that, you know, and they've recruited well too, Brian. I mean, two consecutive yeah. back-to-back top five classes in recruiting. Yeah. Um, and this year's recruiting class is going well again. It seems like you don't want to mess with, mm-hmm. with what you've got building and, and that takes on increased uh, importance uh, the higher the stakes on Yeah. Yeah, one guy can can screw it up, not permanently, but temporarily one guy can screw it up. And and uh, we're going to do all we can to, to not let one guy screw it up. We, there's so much vetting. Can you imagine that, what, what you can look at these days with social media and, and, and all that stuff? So uh, I, I'm sure that we're going to go through it, you know, with a fine tooth comb and, and, and get a guy that's a dog on the field. He can flat out play, but uh, he, he's going to do the right things off the field and in the classroom. Gotcha. I, I've got a couple more questions for you, but first I want to say thanks again. One final time to our sponsor. That's Laura Baker of Keller Williams Realty. In and around Austin, there's no one better to have on your side than Laura Baker. Uh, she is the best realtor in the capital city and surrounding areas. Ever- <laughs> 512 784 0505. That's 512 784 0505. Or visit or, or email her, excuse me, at Laura at Andy Allen Team.com. Thank you, Laura, for your sponsorship of what does this kind of turnaround feel like? Is like is everything you believe in kind of validated and, and put into perspective as a coach? Or, or what are your thoughts on Sark and, and that sort of situation? Validation, which you, that, that term you just used, I think is, is spot on because we, we heard it all last year. You know, why couldn't we have gotten a coach like, you know, like TCU got or like USC got or like LSU got? Because those those teams, they turned it around year one under their new coach. And we know, you and I both know, that's that's just not how it happens. And and you got to have some magical stuff already in place for, for things to happen like that. TCU's roster was already re- very well established. USC's roster was well established. LSU, 
And we just say, hey, we got to be patient. Let's start build this thing because what Sark took over two and a half, three years ago, however you want to look at it, was completely different than any other pro. We can't get into comparisons. Comparisons get you all messed up. When you're talking about relationships and you start comparing people in your life and in your relationships, it can really jack you up if you let your mind go there. Don't, don't be a comparison guy. Sark did this the right way. Now he's validated for as patient as he's been. He's, he's done it through a very patient, in my opinion, patient process, not a quick fix. It took some time. Our roster was a mess when he took over. You know, we didn't have offensive linemen. We didn't have defensive linemen. Um, and and we, we just – we looked like a, a an average football team when you looked at our linemen and did for a number of years prior to that. When I watched, you know, our guys playing on TV, I'm like, you know, we just don't look like a powerhouse football team. And he slowly built that. You know, Kyle Flood, a lot of credit. Bo Davis, a lot of credit. Uh, Kwiatkowski ton of credit, Jeff Banks, ton of credit, and, and, and all the coaches, strength staff, the support staff, having one message, being patient, doing it the right way. And obviously, um, it even goes higher up because he's had the confidence to do it this way because probably Chris Del Conte said, hey, you got time. Uh, we're behind you 100%. And uh, the beauty of this thing is it wasn't a quick fix. If it's a quick fix, it's easy. You know, It could be a house of cards, right? Exactly. It, it, it's not it's not legit. It's not real. If you're going to deal, it's a quick fix. Um, it, it's it's fun when it when it's like this. When we go from five and seven now to you know where we are now, and it just that's what makes it fun. That was that's what makes it worthwhile. Because if it was easy, you know, it's just not that worthwhile. When it's difficult like this and and, and a struggle, it makes it that much sweeter. Another question that popped in my head as you were talking there. Um, Steve Sarkeesian uh, really spent his offseason. I think he took one weekend vacation all year uh, this past summer, yeah. um, a long weekend. He said that his words were, I really wanted to get stay in contact and be there for the guys this summer to know that I was as committed to them as they would be. I wanted them to be to me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a former coach. Mm -hmm. is, is that what it kind of takes? Is that kind of dedication and showing, not telling from a, yeah. from leadership? Yeah. The connection that he has, like he's mentioned, you know, with Devondre Sweat and you know, the defensive line or the, the secondary or the, or the kicker or the punter, you know, that kind of connection takes time and, and uh, it, it takes a commitment and an intentionality to, to build those relationships. And um, it's cool to see a guy at that level, um, value that and and uh invest in that because there's so many coaches at that level that don't they just don't invest in it they're they're uh aloof to a certain extent and you can tell sark is just not an aloof guy he's a very genuine authentic uh those are the words he used i remember at his press conference he said i'm a i'm just an authentic guy i'm a very genuine guy and i love that because that, that's the way i was that's why i coach i mean you just pour it all in and you invest, you try to develop those relationships with the entire team, it, it zaps you. I mean, it, it zaps a lot of energy from you. Um, he's going to need a vacation or two after this season. Uh, <laughs> he, needs, he needs a couple of breaks. So, uh, One more point I want to make, Bobby, with the the, the portal I was thinking about uh, that, that popped into my head that I always – this was one of my number one beliefs as a coach. It's not about who you're willing to win with. It's about who you're willing to lose with. That's that was my number one 
barometer at the end of the day. I'll win with anybody. You'll win with anybody. Sark will win with anybody. Uh, I'm talking about, you know, character wise and culture wise and, you know, good, bad, ugly, all that good stuff. Um, man, I, I'm telling you, I love to win and I'll win with anybody. The end of the day, when you put your head on a pillow, it's who are you willing to lose with is what it comes down to. And I think that's the best, the way I'm thinking about the portal is who am I willing to lose with? We're going to lose some games along the way, you know, maybe this year, maybe next year, you know, there's, there's games to be lost. We know that there's championships to be won, but at the end of the day, it's not about who I'm willing to win with because I win with anybody. It's who I'm willing to lose with when I put my head on the pillow. And because the worst feeling in the world you have as a coach is when you, when you've got a guy on your team, you got a guy in that locker room, you played a guy, you know, last night and you got your butt beat and you got your butt beat because of him because he, he didn't respond the right way and you knew good well going into it that he was a problem that he was a he was a he was a he was a cancer and he didn't fit culturally and uh, he, he wasn't prepared and and he cost you the game that's it's hard to stomach so it's about who you're willing to win with not you know excuse me about who you're willing to lose with not who you're willing to win with that's great stuff good stuff coach all right uh, that's going to do it for today's lunch with the coach uh, with Brian Irwin uh, special thank you to Laura Baker of Keller Williams Realty uh, for Brian, I'm Bobby Burton, and this has been On Texas Football. Hook them. Hook them.